，享受工作，乐生活。就算不在办公室，也能从容应对线上会议。HP Dragonfly 透过专业的 HP Presence 设计，内建降噪及会议快速键，搭配清晰的 Ben and Offson 音效，增强音讯及视讯功能。HP Dragonfly 顶级商务笔电，采用 Windows 11专业版。让您在会议中享有最佳的视觉和听觉品质。Hello， 同情家猪，欢迎收听《Look Back Sunday》。在这个节目 ，John 老师会汇整过去不同国家与主题的热门跟读文章，让你可以在十五分钟内吸收最精华的世界时事趣闻。Let's get right to it。In Europe. Doors shut to Mideast migrants are flung open for Ukrainians. Russia's invasion of Ukraine has pushed tens of thousands of people out of their homes and fleeing across borders to escape violence. But unlike the refugees who have flooded Europe in crises over the past decade, they are being welcomed. Countries that have for years resisted taking in refugees from wars in Syria, Iraq, and Afghanistan. Are now opening their doors to Ukrainians as Russian forces carry out a nationwide military assault. More than 2.4 million refugees have left Ukraine, according to United Nations estimates, and at least half of them have crowded onto trains, jammed highways, or walked to get across their country's borders in what officials warn could become the world's next refugee crisis. UN and US officials describe their concerted diplomatic push for Ukraine's neighbors and other European nations to respond to the outpour of the need. President Joe Biden is certainly prepared to accept refugees from Ukraine, Jen Psaki, the White House press secretary, said Thursday. But she noted that the majority of them would probably choose to remain in Europe, so they could more easily return home once the fighting ended. That means thousands will end up in countries led by nationalist governments that, in past crises, have been reluctant to welcome refugees or even block them. In Poland, government officials, assisted by American soldiers and diplomats, have set up processing centers for Ukrainians. The Polish government is spending hundreds of millions of dollars on a border wall, a project it began after refugees and migrants from the Middle East. Tried to reach the country last year, but ended up marooned in neighboring Belarus. The military in Hungary is allowing in Ukrainians through sections of the border that had been closed. Hungary's hardline prime minister Viktor Orbán has previously called refugees a threat to his country, and his government has been accused of caging and starving them. Father West, Austrian Chancellor Karl Nehammer. Said that, of course, we will take in refugees if necessary in light of the crisis in Ukraine. As recently as last fall, when he was serving as Interior Minister, Nehammer sought to block some Afghans seeking refuge after the Taliban overthrew the government in Kabul. Next article: Political football, war and peace by other means at the World Cup. 
As Iran prepares to play diplomatic arch rivals, the U.S. in the World Cup today, AFP looks at how geopolitics have spilled onto the pitch in previous World Cups. Mussolini's black shirts, France versus Italy, 1938. Just a year before the World War II broke out, defending champions Italy arrived in France with politics, taking center stage in their clash with the hosts. Championed by Italy's then leader, fascist dictator Benito Mussolini, the team were booed when they came onto the pitch at the stadium near Paris. Undeterred, the Italians gave the fascist salute to the crowd and played in black shirts, a nod to the uniform worn by Mussolini's notorious black shirts militia. Italy won the clash 3-1 and went on to win the competition. Maradona's moment. England versus Argentina, 1986. This highly charged clash took place in Mexico four years after Argentina's defeat to Britain in the Falklands War. To the joy of their fans, Argentina took symbolic revenge, winning the quarterfinal 2-1 with Diego Maradona scoring twice. His first goal was the infamous Hand of God goal, in which he punched the ball past England goalkeeper Peter Shilton. Then a superb solo effort dubbed the goal of the century sealed victory. It was final for us. It was not about winning a match. It was about eliminating the English. Maradona said, "An eagle lands." Switzerland versus Serbia, 2018. This clash caused a huge outcry in Serbia after two Swiss players of Albanian origins, Kosovo and Lebnai. Celebrated their goals with a two-handed eagle gesture to mimic the black eagle in Albania's flag, considered by Serbia as a nationalist provocation. The double eagle symbol is viewed as a symbol of defiance in Kosovo, which declared independence in 2008, in a move Serbia refuses to recognize. Granit Saka, who was born in Kosovo, made the gesture after he scored Switzerland's first goal. And Cherdan Shakiri repeated it, following his last gasp winner that clinched a two-to-one victory. FIFA fined the players, although they escaped a ban. Next article: Is ChatGPT the start of the AI revolution? Have you heard of ChatGPT yet? It's a thrilling, vexing, ontologically mesmerizing new technology. Created by the research group OpenAI, it can solve all your problems and answer all your questions, or at least it will try to. In essence, ChatGPT is a bot trained to generate human-like response to our user inputs. Through the wonders of machine learning, it's acquired a remarkably expansive skill set. On request, it can produce basic software code. Rudimentary financial analysis, amusing poems and songs, spot-on imitations, reflective essays on virtually any topic, natural language summaries of technical papers or scientific concepts, chat-based customer service, informed predictions, personalized advice and answers, for better for worse, to just about any question. Unusually for a chatbot, it can learn as it goes and thus sustain engaging, open-ended conversations. 
It is, to borrow Arthur C. Clarke's old formulation, indistinguishable from magic. Almost anyway. One problem which its creators concede is that ChatGPT sometimes offers answers that are precise, authoritative, and utterly wrong. A request for an obituary of Mussolini that prominently mentions skateboarding yields a disquisition on the dictator's interest in the sport that happens to be entirely fictitious. Another soliciting advice for the Federal Reserve returns an essay that cites ostensibly legitimate sources, but that doctors the data to suit the bot's purposes. Stack Overflow, a forum for coders, has temporarily banned responses from ChatGPT because its answers have high rate of being incorrect. Students looking for a homework assistant should proceed with care. The bot also seems easily confused. Try posing a classic riddle. In total, a bat and a bull cost $1.10. If the bat cost $1 more than the bull, how much does the bull cost? Haplessly for a robot, ChatGPT responds with the instinctive but wrong answer of $0.10. Cents. The correct solution is $0.05. Cents. The Internet's hive mind has been joyfully cataloging other examples of the bot's faults and frailties. Such criticism feels misplaced. The fact is, ChatGPT is a remarkable achievement. Not long ago, a conversational bot of such sophistication seemed hopelessly out of reach. As the technology improves and crucially grows more accurate, it seems likely to be boon for coders, researchers, academics, policymakers, journalists, and more, presuming that it doesn't put them all out of work. Its effect on the knowledge economy could be profound. In previous eras, wars might have been fought for access to such a seemingly enchanted tool, and with good reason. Good job, and thanks for tuning in. 想要收听更多过去的跟读单元以及节目，欢迎到我们官网 www.15minutes.today。有兴趣 John 老师以及其他资深英语老师对谈的节目，记得周末也要回来收听我们同情学英语。Catch you in the next one。